Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer. For years to come, try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have Magic Round kicking off this weekend. I thought I'd just give my thoughts on Magic Rounds. I've had a lot of people asking me different questions about it and whatnot. So I thought I'd just put out a podcast giving all my thoughts on it, all the positives, all the negatives. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's a great thing in Rugby League. There are a couple of things that I would do that I think would improve it. I know people are for and against these sort of things, but there are a couple of things that I would do. I think there are going to be a couple of issues moving forward uh, with Magic Round as much as I do love it. Um, I also think there's a lot of things the NRL have done surrounding Magic Round to make it even better. So a lot of positives, uh, not really negatives, but just things that I would look to improve and some problems that I think we're going to face this weekend uh, that we probably haven't in the past, but I'm not really sure how to solve them, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So the first thing I'll mention, I've spoken about it a number of times, just about every single Magic Round over the last few years. I think uh, that we should have some sort of jerseys for Magic Round, and I believe we should go in the direction of Colour Rush jerseys. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, type in Colour Rush uh, NFL. You can see how the NFL has done it over the last few years. The Queensland Cup actually did it a couple of years ago. I thought it looked great. Um, Yeah, and I I think that would be a great way to do it. So essentially what it is is you take each team, they have a specific jersey for that weekend, and it is just a solid jersey, head-to-toe, shorts, your shorts and your socks, all they're all the same colour that represent your team. So for the Melbourne Storm, for example, and you try and make it bright so it stands out at something different. So for the Melbourne Storm, for example, you would have a fluoro purple kit from head to toe. Uh, you know, for the Gold Coast Titans, you would have like a fluoro blue sort of colour. Not every team can be fluoro, obviously. Uh, you know, your South Sydney Rabbitohs would be either green or red, depending on who they're playing. You'd have to be careful of your matchups, how you go about it. I had someone say to me that the Brisbane Broncos and the Manly Seagulls, that'd be a Nightmare. You'd obviously put uh, the Manly Seagulls in maroon. You'd obviously put the Broncos in their gold or yellow stripe, whatever it is. So you'd have to just be a little bit smart with it, but I don't think it'd be overly difficult. I think it'd look really cool. They would be one-off jerseys. The other thing that I would do surrounding this um, is that I would... 
I would auction them at the end of the game and they can either go to a charity of the team or the player's choice or they can go towards junior clubs. Yeah, so they can go towards each team and their junior clubs and I think it would be fair for teams like the Penrith Panthers, for example. They've got a heap of junior clubs whereas a team like the Roosters only got a couple. You would probably disperse that money out evenly to all the teams going to all the clubs. Uh, it might not sound like much, but if every club around the country got, I don't know, three or $4,000, you'd be surprised how far that goes as far as buying equipment. Even little simple shit like cones and footballs and stuff, which I know at my club, we struggle for every single season. And I think we're a pretty well-off club as well um, in Sydney's East. Some of the country clubs that probably needed a lot more, uh, I imagine it would be very, very tough for them. So every little bit would really help. I especially think we need to help out a lot of the country um, teams. And I think that they should get a fair whack of that money or could go to a charity of choice from the NRL players or the NRL clubs, whatever it might be. But I think that'd be a really good initiative and a really good opportunity to get a really special jersey. Now, on top of that, the other change that I would make to the jerseys, and this is where it gets a little bit controversial, well, actually, the first thing I would do, you'd have numbers on the back, as you do right now. You would also have names along the back of the jersey. For me, they might be nicknames. I know that in college football over there, they've started putting like their at Instagram hashtags. I'm not as huge on that, uh, but I think names across the jerseys, like they're really old school, would be unreal. Maybe nicknames like we see in the Australian cricket side. So, you know, if Pappenhausen, you could have Pappy, probably a bad example, but, you know, Munster, you could have Money, you could have Mad Dog, Whatever it is, I think that'd be a really good uh, little a- initiative here. And some of the great names, some of the great nicknames in our game, I think they would go down unreal. Even s- simple ones like you know, like your RTS or whatever it is, the initials like that. I think it'd be great. You know, KP, KP one. Uh, obviously, his stocks aren't extremely high at the moment, but that would go for a pretty penny. Um, you know, the cheese, cheese fourteen. I think that'd be sensational to go for a heap of money. And I think they could raise a heap of money there, and they could become real collector items, especially guys that have big games there or young guys that go on to have big careers or just superstars in general. I think they could pull in a pretty penny, especially if these jerseys were pretty nice. Now, with these jerseys, the way that I would do it, it would be colour rush. So they would be one colour all the way through. I would, and I know it's really hard to do, I know it's really tough, but I would be taking the major sponsor off the middle of it. And I know that they lose money and whatnot. I understand that that's a conversation they would have to have. Maybe you reimburse them based off the amount that you sell. Or another option could be that they take the goalposts every single game, the pads on the goalposts, they swap them every single game uh, so that the major sponsors have an opportunity to feature there. I don't know exactly how you'd figure it, but you need to obviously take that advertisement and replace it, whether it's around the ground or whatever it is, and they change it every game so that those um, th- those advertisements still come through. But I just look at so many jerseys nowadays, and I think they're ruined by the advertisement smack in the middle. You would have the club emblem, you'd have the NRL emblem, and then you would just have this all-in-one colour jersey, and I think it would be unreal. But there's a lot to look into that realistically uh, with all your sponsorships and everything like that. I'm probably not the best guy in the room to talk about that, but just something I thought of because I look at, for example, the Newcastle Knights jersey, I think at the moment, the NIB's logo, it is just completely fucked by that. It doesn't fit in any way, shape or form. Some teams have done really well with it this year. I think the Manly Seagulls and the way that their jersey blends in with their logo, I think it's really important in the modern game. It's, it's something that fans notice straight away. And when you get a jersey that it just doesn't fit with the logo, it just looks shit. And you look back through time, some of the great jerseys that you remember who the sponsor was, they all fit. You look at the Canberra Raiders in the early 90s. Yes, they're a gun team, but they're 
sponsors always fit. You know, the video easy and all that. They always fit. Canberra Milk always look good on those jerseys. I always think back to the Pepsi Manly Seagull sponsorship. I thought that was unreal. A real fitting one uh, on those jerseys. Some of them nowadays, they just don't fit. And I think if you were going to do these jerseys properly, you would have to make a change there. Somehow reimburse um, these companies somehow. And I think around the ground and that sort of stuff like that would be a sensational way to go about it. I know that Natty from the Weekly Rubdown, he put up a thing talking about like that they go back to old school jerseys, jerseys kind of like a retro round, uh, which I also think would be great. We obviously have a retro round in rugby league, but I think this would be a great another initiative. Uh, I think Natty went as far to say put the collars on and the three-quarter sleeves and all that. I don't know if you could go that far realistically, uh, but I think it would be pretty cool to see as well. Uh, the matchups. Now, obviously, it's hard to do the matchups, and there's a lot more to it uh, than what meets the eye. Obviously, uh, people want the best matchups for Magic Round, but you've got to remember uh, that... When teams, for example, like people are like, oh, put the best rivalries up. Like if I'm the Rabbitohs and the Roosters, there's not a hope in hell I want to give away that home game to Suncorp, yeah? Because it's going to be Phil anyway. The crowds are going to be there regardless. It's a lot. It's a big crowd that you lose for your home game, which matters to these NRL clubs throughout the season. If I was playing the Melbourne Storm, who I know are going to attract a crowd, or the Penrith Panthers are going to attract a crowd because they've got superstars when they come to my field, I don't want to give that game away to go up to Brisbane. So that's where it gets really difficult. And I think sometimes as fans, we don't really take that into consideration. So matchups are tough. I don't really know how to solve it, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not sure how you work it out. This year, we have got the Melbourne Storm playing the Penrith Panthers, and that's fantastic. That's great. But I think Melbourne and Penrith would be low-key pissed off that they miss out on having that game at their home ground. As great as it will be for Suncorp Stadium, unfortunately, it's going to be a wet Suncorp Stadium, so it probably won't be as full as what it should be. But if I was... I don't know, like if I was the North Queensland Cowboys and I missed out on having the Melbourne Storm at home because it was at Suncorp, I'd be a little bit pissed off because the clubs obviously aren't going to take in as much money from having it at Suncorp with the eight other teams as they would at home. Uh, people buying tickets, people buying food, alcohol, merchandise at the games, etc., etc. So that's where it does get difficult. So I don't really hold it against the NRL uh, for sometimes not having the greatest matchups or whatever because uh, that's just the reality of the situation. That's what makes it hard. Um, I have a look at next year. It's going to be interesting. You've got to remember next year the Dolphins are coming in, which will be great for our game. But there's going to be 17 teams. That means that one team has to have a bye every single week. I've said this a number of times this season. I'm surprised it hasn't been spoken about more. Uh, but next year, you know, a team in round one has to have a bye. And that's going to be one of their two buys all season. Their other one they will get will be during origin. So depending on who has that round one, it's a bit of a waste. You've already just had an entire preseason to prepare. No one's hurt. No one's injured. No one needs an extra week to recover because you've got nothing to recover from. So having, you know, a buy in round one, two, three, four is pretty shit. Anywhere in the first five or six weeks, in my opinion, is pretty shit timing to have a buy. A lot of teams are going to have to do that, but if I'm round one, two, or three, I would be filthy, because then, you know what? There's going to be other teams that are going to get two buys in about eight weeks smack in the middle of the season, because they will get one in about round 11, 12, 10, around that mark, and then they will also get one during Origin, and that's going to be a huge advantage during that period. It's going to be really tough. You're also going to get teams that are going to have a buy the week before the final start, which is going to be a huge advantage to have a little spell at that period, and depending on which teams they pick, 
you know, there's going to be teams saying, well, fuck this. Why did the Penrith Panthers get a rest in round 26, in round 25 before we started finals? So there's a lot to go into it, but it also means that one team doesn't get to feature in Magic Round next year, which will be a very tough gig. It's obviously a very exciting time on the calendar. And, you know, every single – like I've had people suggest to me all week, oh, the Premiers should get the week off. It's like, well, should they in Magic Round? I mean, they won the competition last year. They're obviously one of, if not the best teams in the competition. Shouldn't we be showcasing them? And it's like the wooden spooners should get it. It's like, okay, they're going through a tough gig, but why do they deserve to miss out on Magic Round like any other team? I mean, and you have to make that decision in the preseason. So, for example, uh, the North Queensland Cowboys, who are at the bottom of the ladder, I mean, if they weren't playing this weekend for Magic Round, seeing the way that they've been playing, it would be disappointing. There's no easy way to do this. My suggestion... And I know that this club's fan base isn't going to like it, but I think it's probably the only way to do it. I would take the Warriors out of Magic Round. And the reason why I would do that is because I would compensate them with a heap of home games. They should be getting that anyway. But the way that I see it, uh, Magic Round, if it's going to be a pain in the ass for anyone next year, it's going to be a pain in the ass for the New Zealand Warriors. They have to fly the furthest um, to get there. It's another overseas trip that they probably don't need. So for me, I would take the Warriors out of Magic Round and I would give them a heap more home games next year, which I think they should get anyway, considering what they've done the last few years. But I just think maybe they could try and sell it that way. I I don't know how you could take it off any of the other teams. It's unfair taking it off the New Zealand Warriors. So don't get me wrong, Warriors fans. I understand it's not fair. But I just think that maybe that might be the easiest sell because you are the team that's going to have to travel the furthest. You are going to have to travel more than anyone else the entire season as per usual. And you would get compensated with more home games, which I think you deserve anyway. So that would be my two cents. There's an argument to leave the Dolphins out of it, but I think you've got to include them in Magic Round in their first season just to build their profile and whatnot. Uh, As I said, I don't think there's a right answer, uh, but I think probably taking the Warriors out might be the least wrong answer, if you know what I mean. But Warriors fans, I understand that you guys won't like that and completely fair enough. And if there's one team that's going to pull out a great jersey for uh, Magic Round, it's probably the New Zealand Warriors. But then you say, okay, the Warriors miss out on this year. That solves one issue just because of the current situation with COVID and everything. Who misses out next year? The Warriors shouldn't miss out two years in a row. So this is where it gets really tough. This is why part of the reason, including the buys and everything, uh, because selfishly for Supercoach and everything, it's going to really fuck us over with all these buys. But it's something that we're going to have to face and we're going to have to deal with. And I cannot wait to see how the NRL handles the first three teams to get buys next season, the team to miss out on Magic Round, and the team that gets a buy in Round 25, which will be a huge advantage if you are a finals team, which all teams will be aiming to do when they make the decision who gets a buy in Round 25. So it's going to be very, very interesting. It'll be interesting to see as well if there's some sort of system where if we've got 17 teams for the next five years, are there going to be different teams that get round one, two, three, four buys? Is it going to change every single season? I mean, it's it's very tough to work out. And I think there has to be some sort of schedule to some extent to make it fair. But I don't know how it works and I don't know how on earth you choose a team to miss out on Magic Round. I think the Warriors are probably the best option. But that's easy for me to say. I'm not a Warriors fan. Uh, so interesting to see how the NRL handles that. Uh, unfortunately, you have to choose someone to miss out. And I think probably the Warriors, because it is the furthest road trip for them. But there's a lot of arguments why it shouldn't be the Warriors. You've got to find someone to give it to. The other thing that I think we need to consider. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And something that we're going to face this year, the turf. Uh, it's going to have eight games of football across three days, which is going to be very, very interesting. There's a lot of rain up there in Brisbane, so Suncorp Stadium, it is going to be torn apart uh, this weekend, which will be very interesting. I like Magic Roundup at Suncorp as much as I would prefer it in Sydney, like selfishly, uh, because I'd already be here. Uh, I wouldn't have to go up to Brisbane, which I'm not this year, but I do plan on doing it in the future. I would like it in Sydney selfishly for that reason. But I think if you are in Brisbane, it's the best place to have it because of the way that Brisbane is situated with all the pubs and everything just out the front. It'd be unreal. Sydney, for me, it isn't really built... Uh, to host a magic round like Brisbane is, like the the Caxton and all that, and that street, it's going to be going off there. It's going to be unreal. I think it's a great stadium to watch football, whereas right now, Bank West is probably the best stadium to watch football in Sydney that holds a decent amount, but it still doesn't hold as much as Suncorp Stadium, you know? Um, so it gets tough. If you were to have it at Homebush, you would never fill it with 80,000. You would never... I reckon the whole weekend, at maximum, you might get thirty-five to 40,000 at a game. It, it's, it's tough to fill that stadium. It's shit seats to watch from everywhere. There's minimal places to stay out there. There's a lot of travel. It would just be a bit of a nightmare. But the one advantage about having it in Sydney could be that you could play games at Bank West, at Homebush, and at the SFS next year, which would hopefully uh, not tear up those turfs as much as what Brisbane will get this weekend. It is going to be interesting if we get to Sunday afternoon and potentially there's a couple of injuries because the turf is really cut up. I think the last game of the week might be the Cowboys and the Tigers. Uh, That's going to be off the back of seven games of football in three days and a heap of mills of water up there in Brisbane over the next few days. So it will be interesting to see how the NRL handles that. But once again, it's magic ground. You have it all at the same ground. I don't really know how else you do it, especially in Brisbane. Um, You know, you could have a few games in Redcliffe. I don't know the geography uh, between that, if that's possible or not. Obviously, the Gold Coast probably a little bit too far away. Stuff to do. I'm not sure how you would go about it, but it will be interesting if we do have some injuries on Sunday afternoon because the turf is torn up, which it should be realistically. Um, Eight games of football with all the rain they've got. They didn't have the rain. I'd be confident it'd be torn up, but it wouldn't be too bad. It'll be very interesting how it goes this weekend and how it holds up. But once again, I don't really have an answer for that because I love for a fan where Magic Crown is situated up there at Brisbane at the moment. Credit to the NRL, uh, 2019, when I think it was the first ever Magic Round when it came in, I just thought it was so incredibly stupid to have a game on a Thursday night. Just fucking bizarre. If you're going to Magic Round and you're going for the weekend and you're coming from outside of Brisbane, you want to watch all eight games. That is the point of the weekend. A lot of people cannot get a half day on Thursday and Friday off work to fly out there on Thursday and see one game of football and then miss out on a day's work on Friday. Very tough gig. They've moved all of them to Friday, Saturday, Sunday now, which I think is a very good move. It might put a bit more pressure on the turf, but it's just better for NRL fans. If I if my team was playing on Thursday and I couldn't get one and a half days off work, essentially, and I can't watch my team, why the fuck would I go to Magic Round? So I think it just makes sense what they're doing. You probably have to get a half day on Friday to make sure you can get up there for the six o'clock game. It won't be easy, but I think it's the best possible result. I don't think you could have four games on Saturday or four games on Sunday or you'd be starting games at 11 a.m. and I just think that would be a shit experience. It would be like park football again. So well done to the NRL taking out the Thursday night game. I think it's a good decision. It makes sense, and I think it makes it a lot easier for a lot of NRL fans to get up there. I've heard rumors this year that there are going to be the posts are going to light up and everything, which I think would be a cool little experience 
experience, something to add uh, into it. You obviously don't want them shining and lighting up whilst the game is on or whilst guys are lining up kicks. We've got uh, the NRL investigating Nathan Cleary having to say kick whilst the trainer r- runs past him 60 metres away. Uh, so you obviously don't want it happening whilst they're lining up kicks. But as the ball's in the air, as the ball is you know clearing the post or whatever for them to light up, I think that would be pretty cool. Or when a try is scored, uh, it doesn't really have any impact on the game. But I think it would be good to see the- theatrical-wise. Um, oh, I think it would be cool too if they took out the corner post they've got at the moment. Once again, this costs in advertising dollars though, but I think it'd be mad if for this weekend they went back to, and they can still be square the way they are or like uh, a cylinder sort of shape, but I think it'd be cool if they went back to the old black and white uh, stripes curled around it. I think that'd be an unreal little touch too. So guys, just a couple of the changes that I would make and some things to consider heading into the future when we've only got 17 teams. Apologies to Warriors fans if I upset you, but someone's got to miss out and I think you guys might be the best option for next year, mainly because of what you've been through the last few seasons. It's one less away game to travel, but there's also an argument that you guys probably deserve to feature in Magic Round the most because of what you've been through the last few years. So I don't know how Warriors fans would feel about that. Uh, That might infuriate them or they might sort of go, yeah, that's a fair shout. One less away trip, more home games for us. I'm not sure how they would do it, but an interesting one uh, to consider there. Looking forward to Magic Round this week. Cannot wait. Plenty more content coming on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Hopefully over the next few years we see some sort of jerseys come in the colour rush. I think it was Nico Hines uh, mentioned it on Twitter. I really like the idea. I've been howling about it for a couple of years. I think it would be a great way to do things. I think it would just add a little special something uh, to the game. It has in the NFL. I think it looks great. They're unreal. They're very noticeable jerseys. They're memorable jerseys. And uh, you would then have these classic moments like KP step on Kieran Four in a couple of years, which is a moment I'll never forget in Magic Round. I remember the Melbourne Storm giving it to the Parramatta Eels, putting on a show. If all of a sudden you take them out of their home jerseys and you put them in these fluoro kits that they'd never wear at any other time other than Magic Round, I just think it'll make the occasion even more special. But all just ideas that I'm throwing up, whether the NRL comes out with any of them, I'm not sure. A lot of good things the NRL are doing. I think take it easy on them with their matchups. It's a lot easier said than done, putting gun games on every single game, right? rivalry games because clubs want to use them for their home crowds and that's understandable why they want to do that. Uh, no Thursday game is a good shout. I think that's a good move and the light up posts, they will be interesting but yeah, that's all my thoughts on Magic Round guys. Cannot wait for it this weekend. We'll be tuning into each and every game. If you are at Magic Round, take a photo of yourself there, tag the Rugby League Guru and I'll share it on my page. We'll get it all uh, circulating on the socials and hopefully lift, lift the atmosphere of the place a little bit for people that aren't there to get an experience what it's like. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 